Now on the phone, Superintendent of Redmond Schools, it's Dr. Sharan Klein. Sharan, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Good to hear from you this morning. Very nice to be able to talk to you, sir. I know it's an incredibly busy time of year for you guys. We are in a dead sprint towards the end. We got graduations, we've got ceremonies, we've got outdoor schools, we've got we've got field days coming up. There's just all kinds of things going on, but it's <laughs> but it's a fun time as well. Well, including what's starting today is these uh, communities invited to the secondary curriculum preview at the district office or virtually online. Tell me what that is. Well, you know, we work hard to be transparent as a school district, and it's been a huge priority for our board as well, um, that people know what we're teaching students. And so our curriculum uh, models, as we go through it, we select curriculum about once every seven years per subject. Um, as you can imagine, they're extremely expensive to buy and, and all that sort of, it's in, a, in a kind of this ongoing cycle, right? We got a little bit behind in the pandemic, and so we're playing catch-up right now. Um, and we are, uh, we've got a variety of things open right now. Uh, you can come over to our district office between uh, the 23rd and the 31st and take a look at our uh, resources for American government, uh, sociology, um, middle school uh, dual language programs, and um, some plays that we're thinking about for the high school drama classes. Uh, we've also got links on our um, webpage if you want to take a look at some of these virtually. But obviously, to dig into the details, you've got you to show up. So um, either way, it's open for people to come and take a look, and we're, we welcome people to come in and, and review the curriculum that we're proposing. I've seen news reports from across the country that this seems to be kind of a flashpoint in some school districts. It is. There's a lot of question about what we're teaching students and, and what we're going through. And and uh, selection of curriculum is, is a pretty in-depth process. We have teachers uh, work on it for quite a bit of time. We have recommendations from the state about what kind of meets state standards. Uh, we also have board members involved with that, that selection. So we review. Uh, we spend a lot of time talking about it. And then uh, after the teachers have done their hard work, and it is a lot of hard work, um, they and we open that up for the for the community to look at. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions about what we teach kids, and so this is a this is an opportunity, I think, for people to see the see the um, curriculum that we're adopting. And so the, this is already the decision's been made. Here's what we're going to teach starting next fall. Well, yes, the decision has been made in terms of the process has been done, but the board hasn't yet approved it, and this is an opportunity for, for community members to come in and take a look. And if people are really, really opposed um, to what we've selected, then the board will ask us to start over again. And so, and of course, that delays things, and, and it's expensive and all that, but as part of a good community partnership, that's, that's what we do. Speaking of the school board, the election just passed. What were the results for your school board? So we had four positions open. Um, three, uh, three of them were contested. So Eric Lee was uncontested, and he, he was appointed about mm, three months ago to an open position. So he won uh, a full-time job there, a full-time position. And uh, he uh, won by a landslide. There was nobody opposed to him. Um, we had... Uh, Two other board members um, um, get reelected, so these were incumbents already, and this was Liz Goodrich and Carrie Lopez. They won by uh, pretty decisive margins. Uh, and then the one that was contested with two newcomers was between Amanda Page and um, Wendell Otto, and Amanda won that one 52, roughly 52 to, to 48, roughly. Um, there's some percentages of change in there. But um, it was good races, uh, lots of of, a lot of uh, good debate out there, and um, I, I think we're pretty pleased with the result. I think it's a, a board that's going to serve the, the Redmond School District well uh, as we go forward. 
How, when do they have their first meeting together? Um, well, you get the, the the changeover happens July 1st. And so our current board member, Alice DeWitty, who's been serving in that position that Amanda Page will take over, uh, will then be done. And uh, and she comes. We'll... we'll uh, We'll sign them in officially the last board meeting of June, which is in the last week of June. Okay. They'll take their oath of office and all that. Speaking of June, what's the final day for school? Oh, geez. It just depends on, on where you're at. Uh you know, it, it all the same for me because I just keep on working. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes they, they go. We've got graduations for um, Ridgeview High School on June 7th, and we've got graduation for Redmond High School on June 9th. Uh, last day of school for everybody is June 16th. And the graduating classes this year, how big are they? Well, let's see. We had pretty good groups this year. We're excited. Um, this is the this is the class that was the this thing. Remember this class. This is the class that during their freshman year, they all went home for spring break and didn't come back, and then spent the next six months online and doing limited in-person instruction. And so um, they they this group had the brunt of it in terms of the terms of the the work. And so um, we've got. 212 graduates at Redmond High School and 224 graduates at Ridge at Ridgeview High School. Well, congratulations to all those uh, the, the students and the families uh, and everybody who crosses the finish line. And this group has shown a lot of endurance, a lot of perseverance, and uh, and they've achieved in in many ways as well. We're we're we're. Uh, we're very proud of them. Uh, we're very proud of their families and what they've had to work through, and we're ready to launch them into the into the big wide world and have them go pursue their destiny. So, we'll see what happens. Crazy busy, and uh, that leads me into Mental Health Awareness Month. No connection between crazy and mental health business, <laughs> but I needed well, not, to. Not connection between crazy busy and mental health, but you know, I don't know that people know how much uh, investment that our school district has in the mental health. Uh, it's a huge amount. Um, we we sometimes get criticized as not providing enough, uh, but it is a big priority in our district. Uh, we've got lots of different uh, tiers of support. Um, we have everything. From our um, our kind of our most extreme program, which is our step up program, um, well, intensive would be the better word, our most intensive program, and that works with students who need a high degree of support. Uh, and then we have our bright programs inside each one of our schools, and this provides kind of a medium level of support uh, for students that need need work around emotional development. Um, and then we have uh, stuff we do in, in the classes as well. We kind of call it a core plus more plus more idea. So we have a, a core amount of instruction that we're doing. We've got counselors in every building. We're kind of doing those low-level supports for students all the time. And then as they need more, they would move into our Bright program, and they'd, if they'd, and they'd still get those other supports. And then if they need more, they might move into our step-up program. So we have a lot of work we're doing around that. Um, and it's, it's important work. It helps a lot of kids um, do do well. Uh, you know, I, I had a exercise with, uh, with the principals of our school district a couple weeks ago. We were asking about students that, that uh, you really felt like you made a real difference with this year. 
And every principal talked about a kid who had was just having a lot of trouble in classes, was blowing out, and then went into our Bright program, was able to to learn coping strategies, learn, work on anger management, work on 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 good positive behaviors, and those a lot of those students have really turned around. And so we we've been excited about that, um, you know. But we've invested a lot, a lot of money, a lot of time, uh, extra counselors in, in our in our schools, social workers, um, things to help the 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 soft side of education, if you will, the the part that's about learning and growing and about um, you know learning to live in society. That sounds like a, a, a lot of different work and effort that goes into it that most of us wouldn't even know about unless we had a, a family member in, involved in it. Yeah, it's true. In some ways, schools have become social service agencies for uh, for kids, and, and not everybody's excited about that. And there's days I'm not excited about it. But, uh, you know, our goal is to help kids learn all the time, and sometimes to help them learn, you've got you've to gotta deal with all those other things in their lives that might be holding them back from it. Well, uh, congratulations to everybody who takes part in that. And if you can help, you know, one child make it through that age, uh, then then that's that's a success. Well, and it's a huge investment for the for the community. If you think about it, a child who is able to work through mental health uh, issues uh, as a young person has much less problems as an older person. It might keep them out of jail. It might keep them out of other social service. Um, Expenses. So if we can get it done earlier, in the in the long run, it's actually less expensive for the entire uh, for our entire community. It helps that young person out because you know this is a problem that needs to be dealt with sooner or later. Better right. than sooner. Better sooner than later. Yep. All right, Dr. Sharan Klein. He's the superintendent at Redmond Schools. Great to talk to you, sir. I hope I wish you were well next thirty days before we get to talk again. But you've got it <laughs> packed in. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't believe it. All right. Talk to you soon, Frank. Thanks for the time. Dr. Sharan Klein, Redmond School Superintendent here at FM News 100.1 at 1110 KBND.